What's going on, everybody? This is uh, Justin Bennett. You can call me Coach JB. And tonight we're going to start our talk on our new podcast called Full Court Press. Uh, in general, it's just to talk about things in life, but it's more sports oriented. So i uh, been a high school coach for a long time, coached a lot of different sports. And I uh, just wanted to get a podcast out there where we can talk freely about high school sports, college sports, professional sports, and some of the things that goes on. Uh, within sports in general so um, we'll talk about youth sports AAU travel school ball whether it's basketball baseball football Um, we'll talk about life lessons that are learned through those athletics and we'll talk a little bit about uh, NBA Pacers and free agency so I hope you all listening can get something out of this hopefully it's informative and uh, I hope you enjoy it We'll be right back. Okay, okay. So welcome back to our podcast, Full Court Press. Um, As I said before, we're going to talk about a variety of things, but our first topic is going to be about youth sports. Uh, And as a person who has kids who participate in youth sports uh, there are some things that need to change Uh, youth sports right now is so much more about winning than it is more about development so um, what do we do you know how do we know what is best for our kids right now Um, and um it doesn't necessarily have to be about winning with youth sports right now. You know, the evidence shows that what makes sports really fun for kids is trying hard, you know, making progress, being a good sport and experiencing positive coaching. Uh, so much of what drives the sport industry complex uh, is what your team performance did. You know, whether it's second grade, third grade, fourth grade, fifth grade in the short term, what did your team do as a, on the performance level? Uh, but as someone who cares for these young athletes, uh, I'm more concerned with how they are developing over the long term, both in terms of their athletic abilities and their ability to move forward and make good decisions. Um, you know, parents with younger kids, pre-adolescent children, uh, I think you should embrace having them do a lot of different sports. You should embrace the variety in the way that your kids move. You know, if they all do just a running sport, uh, they're not getting all the movements they need. Uh, You have to be able to allow younger kids to move their bodies in as many ways as possible. And and, and to play and participate in as many sports as possible, to to, to have free play, you know, just with their friends. Uh, Younger kids need a variety, not repetition. And I think that's a big mistake that we see over and over and over. You know, there are parents with eight, nine year olds, for example, uh, in which their soccer coach or whatever coach wants them to give up another sport like swimming or something for indoor soccer or or whatever the case may be. And that's not always the right choice. You know, at those ages, uh, children should balance sports like soccer or running sport with a sport that does more upper body like baseball or basketball or swimming or tennis. Uh, or with some other activity that kind of requires them to use other motor skills like martial arts or gymnastics. 
You know, I also feel like uh, with younger kids, organized sports needs to be more tailored to the child's developmental stage, not just their age. Uh, so it's very important to be sure that, you know, whoever's working with our youth kids, uh, that the coach is working with the children in a developmentally appropriate way. Uh, us as parents, uh, we play an important role in that, you know, looking at our children to see if they're developmentally ready to do some of the things that we've had them doing and not pushing them too early in situations that can be too frustrating. Yes, we want them to experience winning. Yes, we want the experience to, to have a little bit of success, but we also want them to have fun and we also want them to struggle a little bit too. Uh, so, um, you know, so much more days that we see uh, young kids just being pushed to the limit. Uh, and it's hard now being a, as a high school coach, when you, you get to high school and you want to fill that team with good quality kids who love the game, they're burnt out. Uh, so what do we do to prevent that? You know, how can we prevent that? I think uh, us as coaches, us as parents need to come up with a plan that can help us uh, make the process more fun for kids and make them want to continue to compete uh, as they get older. And so, um, you know, with kids learning to fight through adversity is a skill that some adults are taking away from this generation of kids. Um, failing is inevitable, but it's necessary. Uh, it must be practiced. You can't protect them from it. So teach them all how to get back up and respond because it's crucial to their success. So, you know, when is the right time for us to allow our kids to start competing? Um, I don't know. And I think that's something that we need to start thinking about. So that's the end of our first topic uh, in talking about youth sports. Uh, and we'll take a quick break and we will come back and talk a little bit about AAU travel. Okay, we are back on Full Court Press. And, uh, you know, in the last segment, we talked about youth sports. You know, the winning versus development part. Uh, now we move on to the travel, the AAU. Uh, you know, growing up in Illinois, uh, as a very, really good, as a really good athlete, you know, AAU was the best of the best. There weren't a hundred travel leagues. You know, there weren't a hundred travel teams. You know, everybody's dad didn't start a travel team just so they kid can play. You, you had to be one of the best to actually compete on an actual AAU team. I think now you turn around, you look, and you see a travel team everywhere. You know, you know, a lot of parents start some of these travel teams just to make sure their kids are the centerpiece. Um, of the teams, whether it's football, whether it's basketball, whether it's baseball. And I encourage for parents to uh, to help their kids out, to be involved in their kids becoming successful in athletics, uh, to teach life lessons through those athletics. Uh, but it should be fun. 
uh, not for the sake of pushing kids to the limit to where they don't enjoy it anymore. Um, I think that there has been a, a big disconnect between uh, AAU travel coaches and school coaches because there's this stigma that um, AAU coaches can do more or less than a school ball or high school coach can and vice versa. Uh, as a person that is on both sides, I can tell you that is not true. Uh, one thing that I wanted to do, and I coach for a, a pretty good organization in all Indy. Uh, they are affiliated with Jim Rats now. And uh, the one thing I did was I believed in uh, what Director Scott had to say about helping kids who uh, didn't necessarily have the chance to get that exposure or uh, where it wasn't feasible. And I have always been a big proponent on taking kids who are less talented and help them develop, you know, the slower route, you know, the kids that didn't want it right now, but wanted to take the time to work and develop. Uh, and that's what I was allowed to do with all Indy. So me being in my third year with all Indy, uh, this being my, you know, 14th year as a, a high school coach, um, now I've been on both sides of it. So one of the unique things I did last year was I called uh, in, in coaching this 16U group uh, that was an elite group. Uh, I contacted every player's high school coach and asked what did they need to improve on? And I coached the kids off of that. Uh, not every kid knew that and they were surprised when they learned that. But as a high school coach, that's what I would want. You know, uh, travel in AAU is a is a tool that is used for exposure, yes, but it is used as a developmental tool. So these kids want to get ready for high school basketball so they can get the exposure that they need. Uh, because when it all comes down to it, uh, whether it's football, whether it's baseball, whether it's basketball, whether it's volleyball, you can play only all these club teams uh, and do some of these things like that every summer, every offseason, all you want. But when it boils down to it, those college coaches are going to contact your high school coaches. And they are going to ask about you. How do you fit with a team? Can you be organized? Do you play defense? Are you coachable? And I think that's one of the things that has kind of set me apart uh, in being in this organization is that, you know, some of the things I demand with my high school team, uh, I also demand with these young men that play for me during the summer. And does it always work out? Well, it, it doesn't always work out because I think kids just want to kind of go out and play. But as a coach, uh, you know, Although I recognize it's the summer and it, it, it could be a time for exposure, I realize that college coaches want to see things that can make their program better in the summer as well. And that's a message I have to pass along to these young guys. And so, uh, you know, I wrote down here, uh, can't we all just get along? Me being a high school head coach and also being a uh, 16U elite group coach, uh, I, I kind of get the best of both worlds. Now, I coach on the girls' side during the season, but in the summer, I get to coach boys again. Uh, and I like the change of pace. Uh, and I also like that the response is really good when I call those guys as coaches and say, hey, what do they need to work on to be ready for next season? And I try to implement that to make sure that they are preparing to get ready for the next season. And uh, I wish more people did that. 
uh, because ultimately that's what it's all about. We have to work together. It's not him versus me or them versus us. We're all in it together. Uh, and I think you get to the point to where uh, if I'm a high school coach and uh, I have a good rapport with an AAU program or AAU director or travel program director, uh, he would want to have a good relationship with me so that I could send my kids there. Uh so they can get better under his watch and his program. We could have this partnership. So, um, you know, us getting along is a big deal. Now, uh, what do I not like about it? As I see so many programs, as I go so many places over the summer, uh, a lot of coaches sacrifice development for winning. Uh, that is something that I will not do. Um, all in all, it's going to hurt the kids in the long run. If we sacrifice development over winning and we practice once or twice a week and then we go out there and play 100 games, uh, the kids aren't developing the skills and they're actually developing bad habits. Uh, whether Again, whether it's basketball, football, volleyball, whatever the case may be, uh, I'm a big believer in more practice time to put it out there on the floor so that you don't get into creating bad habits. Um Man-to-man defense. Uh, I am not very big on playing zone, uh, especially in the summer. Uh, The team I had last year was really, really good about playing man-to-man. They really worked hard. They really worked smart. They really worked together. And they, you know, they really played good defense. Uh, And that was the most fun I had with a group of guys in a long time. Uh, But what I am learning is, is that, you know, some of these coaches will see that kids come into high school not being able to play man to man. And I think, uh, you know, that's where we have to take a part of our youth program and say, hey, this is this is what we need to do to get these these young ladies or these young men prepared. And I think man to man is a big part of that. Uh, for the most part, you know, defense is not a thing that's emphasized over the summer, uh, but it is for me. And I think that's different for some of the guys. Uh Practices versus games. I kind of talked about this a few minutes ago. Uh, I would rather practice more times than having more games uh, because I think that, you know, getting in habits and then going out there and practicing your craft, I think you need to practice good habits. If we only practice once or twice a week for two and a half hours or two hours, but you go out and you play twice as many games every weekend or you play twice as many games throughout the summer, uh, there are a lot of things that you're not working on going back and developing and kids get into bad habits, which entail, you know, uh, they go back to their high schools and they get into these bad habits and it's, it's not good. Uh, so I think there needs to be a balance between games and between uh, practices. Now, you know, you have live periods where you want to have coaches come see you. Yes, absolutely. Uh, but I still think there needs to be a balance of practices and games. Uh, and showcases, you know, for younger kids, you know, you got second, third, fourth, fifth grade kids going to showcases. Why? They don't need to. Uh, kids below seventh and eighth grade rankings don't matter. The coach that's coaching any group below sixth, seventh, eighth grade record doesn't matter. You know, rankings don't matter. Uh, it is all about development. And I think that's why uh, some coaches need to understand that you need to take a positionless approach and teach kids how to play basketball instead of worrying about wins. So many kids shuffle around so many teams because 
people are trying to win, win, win right now. And I don't think that's fair to these kids because they're not learning anything. Uh, so, uh, those are some of the things that I see as problems with, with AAU. Um, of course, there are plenty of, you know, plenty more issues, uh, but those are some of the things that I think are, you know, some of the things we can kind of control. My hope is that we can help positively impact uh, the youth program in the U.S. or wherever we are, Indiana or any, any place. Um, you know, but we have to figure out what we want. You know, do we really want to develop the kids and help them get better? Or do our is about our own uh, personal agenda to get to, to get wins and get notoriety off these young men and women? And I think that's where we need to figure out you know, what we're in it for. So that is segment two right there. And uh, what we'll do is we'll take a break and we'll come back and talk a little bit of life lessons. All right, so we are back with our third segment of the night, and we'll talk about uh, some life lessons. So we've already talked about youth sports. Uh, we've talked about the AAU travel scene, you know, high school ball. Um, but let's talk about what we actually learn out of it. You know, and uh, me growing up without a dad, sports was probably my best teacher. You know, I learned a lot. I met a lot of good people, met a lot of friends that I still talk to now. Um, and sports taught me a lot about life. Uh, so what are some of those things that we get taught? You know, what are some of the things that we want our kids to learn when they go through struggles, when they have a little bit of success, when they're a part of a team? And I've got 21 things, uh, almost 21 things that we could talk about. Uh, and I'll share a few of them uh, that we should be, you know, that we learned out of athletics. Uh, and I will tell you the first thing that we learned that it's okay to make mistakes. Um, there will be many times where us as players uh, made mistakes during games or practice. Uh, whether we're winning or we're losing, whether it's in a drill or in a game, uh, whatever. Uh, as long as we're learning from the mistakes, uh, we should be pushing ourselves to make as many mistakes, mistakes as we can. Now, that is one of the biggest things I ever learned. Made a lot of mistakes as an athlete. A lot of mistakes. Made a lot of mistakes as a person. But have I learned from them? Yes. Will you continue to make mistakes? Yes. That is one of the biggest things I've ever learned uh, through athletics. Another thing I learned, how to be a leader. Uh, or it could work the other way. How do you be a follower? Um. You know, not a lot of people want to be a leader and other people lead in different ways. Uh, you can lead by example. Uh, you can be vocal. Uh, you can do both. Um, you know, you could just have that influence that people just seem to be inclusive and follow you. Um, but you're always given opportunities to lead throughout sports. And I think that's what. Uh, you know, where coaches look to see who's, who can be a leader and who can't. And a lot of times, you know, some of those leaders are people that you may not think could be leaders. Uh, but they can give you things just as simple as, you know, doing warm ups. 
you know, making decisions, you know, being a captain for a day, being a captain for the entire season, uh, teaching you how to be a leader, um, how to control your emotions. That's a big one. Um, being on the field and competing, a lot of emotions come with it, with the winning, with the losing, with the competing, with the with the back and forth. Um, you know, basketball can be a very, very emotional game with calls, being frustrated, uh, listening to parents, listening to coaches, officials, teammates. Um, you know, there's always times where us as players got worked up. Um, but experiencing those feelings and frustrations and angers uh, is learning how to control them, you know. Uh, and I think that's what kids need to understand, too. Um, you know, another thing, setting goals and achieving goals. You know, sports does a lot for, for you in that regard. Um, when you, Whether you're a part of a team like basketball, football, or whether it's an individual sport like tennis and track. You know, I played basketball, football, and ran track uh, all four years in high school, even played baseball. Uh, and I got a lot of satisfaction out of being um, on teams, in the basketball teams. Played with a lot of really good players, played on a lot of really good teams. But I also really, really, really enjoyed uh, that single time, that individual time on the track and field team. Because it was my responsibility to be prepared. Nobody else's. And even though it is a team sport, because you, you need individual points to rack up those team points to win a meet, uh, man, the individuality of it, being a high jumper, being a sprinter, you had to make sure that you were prepared to go out and compete every single time. And if you didn't do what you needed to do, you had nobody else to blame but you. Nobody. Because you had to push yourself to do what you needed to do. Now, another thing it taught you. Uh, success requires hard work. Uh, if you do not work hard, those things don't come to you. So, you know, uh, coach always said, if you cut corners, it'll show up in, in the games. You know, if, if, if he turned his back and you, you know, you cut corners and didn't run all the way around the court or you cut that corner uh, down at the other end of the court when he wasn't looking, it always showed up in the game. Whether it was on a free throw line, whether it was for a loose ball, whether it was getting a 50-50, whether it was getting that rebound, you know, he said it always showed up. And that's that's true. You know, success does require hard work. Now, if you give hard work, are you always successful? No, you're not. And I think that's another thing that kids need to learn, too. Uh, you learn how to succeed and win with class. And you learn how to lose and fail with dignity. Uh, youth sports is the ultimate environment for players to experience the emotions and feelings uh, that come from failure and defeat. Since there are no long term consequences of losing. And I think that has kind of been stripped away from kids. That is something that I learned uh, from everything through sports. Uh, good coaches will always teach players to lose with dignity and respect. And that there will always be a learning experience to come out of every loss or failure. And, it, you know, me as a high school coach, we don't call them losses. We call them opportunities to learn. And I think that's important. You're not going to win everything. Uh, I was on a team in high school that was 25 and 0 in the regular season. We ended the season 27 and 1, losing in the semi state. That one loss hurt. It, I mean, it hurt 
Oh, it hurt. And man, I tell you what, we made so many memories through those 27 wins. That one loss hurt. And that's the one that I remember. You know, um, another thing you're taught through sports, success requires sacrifice. Um, There's only a certain amount of time in each day. Um, And, you know, as players, sometimes we soon realize that we can't do everything. Uh, We have to sacrifice certain things to spend a little bit more time on things they consider important. Uh, And it requires players to determine their priorities, which is a great skill for for something later in life. Um, That's important, too. Uh, when you grow up, you'll be forced to use your time more productively. Uh, you know, that might mean instead of spending the night at a friend's house that you got to get in the gym and start working on your shot. So, you know, also that lesson will serve them well uh, when they start studying for exams and and doing other things and make it a priority. Um, another thing, you know, knowing your strengths and weaknesses Uh, That's one thing that you really find out throughout sports is learning your strengths and weaknesses. Uh, Being healthy. uh, That's another thing. You know, if your body is healthy, you perform better. Uh, Being more active, being in shape, you perform better. You feel better. Uh, And one of the most important things that, you know, you get as far as life lessons through athletics is Uh, discipline Um, you know discipline is doing what has to be done when it has to be done as well as it can be done and doing it that way all the time that's what Bobby Knight said Um, and John Wooden said discipline yourself so others won't need to you know discipline is a really big part of life you know knowing rules following rules not breaking rules Staying within yourself. Uh, That's something that, you know, every single athlete can get through participating in sports. And it's important. Uh, Another thing is how to deal with pressure and stress. You know, talk about being on the free throw line and win a game. Talk about having to get a rebound to win a game. Talking about getting a stop to win a game. Talking about, you know, uh, making a fourth quarter drive to win a game. Talking about hanging on to a lead and taking care of the ball, whether it's football or basketball or baseball, you know, uh, sports gives you a lot of pressure that you can that you can fight through and deal with and learn how to deal with those stressful situations. Um, It also teaches you that you're responsible for yourself, you know, um, taking responsibility for what you do. Uh, yes, some of these sports are team sports, but it, ultimately you are responsible for what you do, whether it's on the court, on the field or off the court, off the field. Uh, another big one is that uh, life isn't always fair. Uh, you may have to sacrifice some other things for your team to be good. Uh, and learning that life isn't always fair. That's a tough one for people to learn at an early age and it has to be gradually taught. You know, injuries happen. Uh, They're going to be missed calls. Uh, You're going to be late sometimes. Things will happen where you have to learn to accept them and move on. Uh, 
and life is tough sometimes. Uh, being a part of a team, you learn that, you know, uh, together everybody achieves more. Uh, but you learn how to deal with conflicts between teammates. You learn how to interact with a number of different personalities uh, and even get along with people that you don't like, you know, for the sake of the team. Um, some other things you'll learn. You know, there'll be tough times. Perseverance is a skill that's important for all players to learn at an early age. Um, then it comes back to consistent hard work and being patient. Uh, success doesn't happen overnight. Uh, and I've kind of, you know, grown through that uh, in my coaching. Um, having some really good years and having a down year. Uh, and I understand that times are going to be tough sometimes. Um, but as Michael Jordan said, if you're trying to achieve, there will be roadblocks. He's had them. Everybody's had them. You know, so you got to look to go through those roadblocks. Uh, one big thing that I learned through athletics, especially when I got to college, was how to manage time efficiently. I hated being late for practice. Hated being late for practice. Did not want to be late for practice. But that all turns out in, you know, if you're always early to practice, if you're always prepared when practice is supposed to start, uh, that translates into are you always at class on time? Are you always prepared for class? Uh, you know, um, as players get older, they start to manage their own time. Uh, they'll be forced to prioritize what's most important in their life and sacrifice what they consider less important. And that was a big thing I had to learn in going to college. Uh, you learn respect. Uh, you know, players must learn that the amount of respect that you show can't be determined by their levels of frustration or outcome of a game. That you have to respect everybody and that you're going to get the respect that you give. Uh, treat others how you want to be treated is how we would put it. And then finally... Uh, we talk about focus on the controllables, control the controllables. Uh, you know, you won't be able to control everything that happens to you. How do you respond to it? Uh, you know, you want to play more, work on your game. Uh, coach has a certain role for you that you don't necessarily like expand. Um, you know, as a player, you must learn that there's no point dwelling on things uh, that are out of your control. Move on and focus on the things that you can control. And I think those are some of the most important parts of uh, of things that you learn throughout computing and athletics. Uh, you know, that was the best teacher for me. Uh, will always be the best teacher. And as me being a coach, uh, I think those are the things I have to give in return. So, um We'll end that segment right there uh, and talking about some of the life lessons that we learned through athletics. And we'll get into our final segment, which we'll talk a little Pacers and we'll talk a little NBA draft. Uh, so stay tuned. Well, as we bring our first episode of uh, Full Court Press to a close, we talked about youth sports. We talked about AAU, travel, high school sports, um, 
also got into some of the life lessons that we can learn throughout uh, with this being my first one. Not bad. Uh, I enjoyed it. Hopefully it's some good informative stuff, but uh, we'll get back to the next one and start talking about a, a variety or another host of topics. Um, you know, Patriots made some good moves. Uh, living in Indiana, you got to root for the Patriots. Victor Oladipo comes back. You get Jeremy Lamb and Malcolm Brogdon added to the team. Uh, but what other, move, what other moves can they make to, to put themselves in contention? With Kyrie and KD going to the Brooklyn Nets, uh, you know, are they still the favorites? Does Milwaukee stay in the way? You know, did um, Philadelphia get better? You know, so uh, a lot of things to think about, but I'm just blessed and honored to be able to come on the podcast and share a couple things with you guys. And every day I put out a morning motivation uh, to where I can try to reach out and help somebody who's having a rough time. And so what I'll do is I'll end with uh, that morning motivation quote that I always use. And today uh, I said, when something doesn't work out. It's because God has something better in store. You may not be able to see it at the time, but that's when you have to trust him. And that is something that we all need to hear at times is that things happen for a reason. And sometimes we may not understand. Uh, But if we keep faith and we trust, things will happen when they're supposed to the way they're supposed to. So God bless. And uh, thanks for listening to Full Core Press.